You never have to go far to experience nature. It is always right there with you. You just have to take the time to observe it. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Whether we mean to or not, most people do have phenological associations with particular special events. For example, you might remember that the azaleas are always blooming on your birthday, that goldenrod start flowering just before the school year starts, or that a bat comes in the house every year that the Miss America pageant is on TV. These associations seem to force many back into a long-lost instinct to notice whether the seasons are on track or not and determine how that might help or hinder meeting our basic needs. One phenological association I now have is the flowering of common valerian in early July during my wedding five years ago. Common valerian, or valerian officinalis, stands out in a crowd. The plant can grow up to about five feet tall, and its clusters of tiny pink to white flowers perch at the top. The leaves are also unique. They are arranged opposite each other, and each leaf is compound, meaning it is broken up into smaller leaflets. These leaflets are narrow, but wider at the base than the tip. Valerian tends to grow in fields or disturbed areas like roadsides, giving a clue that it is a non-native plant, with rhizomes well adapted to spreading in what can be undesirable places for many plants. Common valerian is even considered invasive in natural areas where it outcompetes with native plants. Fortunately, if you're one who strives to eradicate invasive plants in your backyard, valerian has some uses that might make you feel even better about ripping them out of the ground, and pulling them completely up would be necessary since these rhizomes could sprout up new plants if you don't. The dried roots, rhizomes, and stolons are commonly used to encourage sleep. They are consumed as tinctures, teas, or even capsules you can find in most natural food stores. You also might find valerian hiding in some common herbal tea products touted to help with sleep. There have been many clinical trials to study the effects of valerian on insomnia, many of which have shown statistical significance in its ability to help people fall asleep faster and wake up fewer times in the night. Valerian has been used this way at least since the time of ancient Greece and Rome. It was even described by Hippocrates and by Galen in the second century. People stressed by air raids in England during World War II were even given valerian to help. I learned that weekend five years ago that a common alternative to valerian that causes deep sleep, or at least profound exhaustion, is to plan and attend your own wedding. But beyond helping with sleep, I discovered one other benefit of valerian a year ago this week. In the middle of a focused day inside doing computer work, I decided to take my lunch outside to the back of a field edged with cherry trees, meadowsweet, and valerian. Staring into the green, chewing my lunch, and enjoying being screen-free, I noticed a unique fluttering of an insect that was visiting the valerian flowers in particular. I slowly approached to get a closer look and was stunned by the bright orange head, iridescent blue thorax, and relatively drab brown, triangular wings and feathery antenna of a moth that I later identified as the Virginia Tanucha moth. I had never seen a moth anything like it before, and was pleased to learn that it was a native moth endemic to eastern North America. It sips the nectar of a variety of flowers, so even though the valerian itself isn't native here, at least it supported this special native species on that day. 
So the next time you're outside, you could look for pinkish-white flower clusters of the tall and slender valerian plant in a field or forest edge near you. And if you are a person who gets excited about wild foraging for food or medicine, you could look to our non-native or invasive species first to help your local ecosystem while helping yourself. As the saying goes, in my circles anyway, eat your weeds. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question or topic that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 